welcome to episode five of Runners Don't Just Run with two Yorkshire birds. You're here with me, Lorna Young, and we also have Nicola Squires. Hiya, Nicola. Hiya. I'm here oh, too. Hiya. <laughs> um, hello, everyone. Hope you're all doing okay in lockdown number two if you're in England. Um, we're going to keep the introduction short today because we've got a guest who we're extremely excited about having on the show we've both known this person for about 20 years maybe is, is that 20 years yeah. for you Nicola yeah I'd say so yeah and I think we the three of us have quite a lot in common in that we're all from Yorkshire and we like to run um, and the guest is in a different time zone so she's been a little bit difficult to get and um, some of us have been a little bit difficult to get even in the same time zone isn't that right, Nicola? Yeah, sometimes you just have to nap. You do, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't going to mention that, to be honest, but anyway. Um, I'm going to let Nicola do the introduction, because um, Nicola and said guest are very close friends. So take it away, Nicola Squires. Thank you. Please welcome this week's guest, Yorkshire's finest export from Martham Road, after the poet Lorette Ted Hughes, the only ginger to relocate to a desert and, quite frankly, the greatest thing to ever come out of Yorkshire itself, Rosie Edwards. Hey! <laughs> Hello, ladies. How are you? Rosie Edwards. Is that Rosie Edwards we have on, on the line? It's Lana. Lana Young. How are you? Hi. Nice Yorkshire vest. Yeah, so, so for the... For the viewers, for the listeners, sorry, who unfortunately can't see us, we are all sporting our well-deserved and well-earned Yorkshire vests. So where, yeah. are you, where are you speaking to us from, Rosie? I'm in Arizona now, in, uh, in Scottsdale, so close to Phoenix in Arizona. Just moved here a few weeks ago. Is it a bit warm? It's perfect location for a ginger. I'll tell you that. Good, good, good. <laughs> Who doesn't love 40 degrees in November? <laughs> How's the tan coming on? As red as ever. Wonderful. Excellent. Yeah. Factor 60 is doing its job. Yeah. So brilliant. So let's get straight into it this week. Because to be honest, we could all talk for hours, the three of us. And by the end of it, no one would be able to make much sense of it either. So um, let's get straight in there. Rosie, you, you are known as Rosie Runner, aren't you? You've ran for I a am. long time. Tell us how it all started. Oh, that's from my niece, Georgia. Um, she, when she's 13 years old now, but when she was learning everybody's names as a little one, I was just instantly a Rosie Runner because my sister had always called me that. So I became one name only and it all rolled into one. So Perfect. I'm Rosie Runner for life now. Yeah. So <laughs> when did you start running? Um, I was about 11 years old. Um in secondary school because I was playing every sport under the sun and I was absolutely useless at everything and, uh, what <laughs> was I decided your best I had no coordination what was your um, best probably hockey that was quite bad oh. I was quite bad at that one so I decided that I needed to just get fit because I right. it, at least I could then run up and down the, the pitch in football or yeah. um even basketball, netball, you name it. And then I realised, well, maybe I should just run. Because um, it was the least, least complicated, I should say, less equipment. So uh, about 11 years old, I started running, yeah. Perfect. And so tell me, 
where's it gone from there? So you ran for, who did you first run for club-wise? Um, so, yeah, I started and I just ran for my school to begin with. And then yeah. I joined Halifax Harriers um, and I was running for them until I moved to university. And that's when I went to Sheffield and went to Sheffield Hallam. And then I trained under Dennis, uh, Dennis Russell, who's an absolute star, trained with him for many years, uh, about four or five years while I lived in Sheffield and after. Um, Dennis was like a second dad to me and he's uh, he's just retired actually, Aww. so he had a great career, but um, I had a great time running with him in Rotherham yeah. and, and for Rotherham Harriers there. Um, and then from there, that's when I moved to America. I went to uh, Butler University and ran on their track and cross country team um, and stayed there. I did my master's degree there, so that was two years, and yeah. then um, got swept off my feet by an American <laughs> and ended up staying, staying out here. And yeah, so and that's it. I started just with Halifax and then Rotherham, trained with them when I come home, and then uh, now I'm running under uh, Bob Hawkins. The father of the uh, Callum and Derek. Yeah, yeah, amazing. God, I lost I lost all words then. Um all right, so, so you've had a few coaches along the way. <laughs> yes, it does sound like it, but I think just given how long it's I'm I'm usually with a coach for a really long time, but yeah. um just given that how long I've been running for, um I trained with a coach in Indianapolis for a long time before Bob for like seven or eight years. Yeah. Um Tom and he was fab too. So um, I've always been really lucky with the coaches that I've trained with and um, and the girls that I've got to train alongside. Yeah, um, me, be, one being me, obviously. You and Lorna terrorised me for years. I will, <laughs> I will be honest. <laughs> I'd go through my list and I'd see you and Lorna and circle you. Yeah, you two punished me. Let's say that. <laughs> so, um, so with with the coaches that you've had, have you had like a particular favourite session that you've that no matter no matter which coach it's been that is your go-to session and you love it oh good question um I do love a long run and I love a tempo in in a long run um tempos are just one of my favorites and I think they do the most for me um they really get they get me fit and they I think they're really good mental training as well more than anything else um yeah, so anything like a tempo or a threshold session, they're some of my favourites. Okay. So, um, the track's always fun because it's glamorous, but um, you always feel fast on a track, don't you? Even if you're not. But yeah. <laughs> the road, I love the roads and I love um, the, the longer sessions, the grindy yeah. sessions, because that's kind of where my heart is. Yeah. yeah. Do, do you also think that you feel faster running in the dark? Running <laughs> in the dark? Yeah. Because me <laughs> and Laura think that we feel that we're running faster in the dark try it out know, this time next time you're running there. i'll think about it next time i'm yeah. in the dark I, i'm more likely to just trip over something in the dark if we're honest fair enough fair enough yeah but yeah so then i'm not very fast because no. i have broken legs but yeah uh. <laughs> so what's your um so for people who don't know who rosie is she's obviously had an amazing running career so far going from a tiny little village in west yorkshire good old Mytham Road to uh, the big city lights of Sheffield and then on to America and you've met a variety of amazing runners along the way haven't you really um is yeah, there really lucky. from everyone like 
that you've who who do you feel like really grateful that you've had the chance to like train with and um get knowledge from out of all your training oh, wow. partners and oh that's a really good question um I think the interesting thing for me has been that other than when I was at um in Rotherham um Rotherham Harriers or at Butler like when after being like 22 23 I've always had um either a coach with one other athlete or um a remote coach so I've often done a lot on my own but the beauty has been connecting with other girls that have different coaches but can do similar workouts and just learning different techniques um, and different ways that people train and how successful you can be regardless of what your training is like one person's training can look so different to somebody else um, and I feel like this this build-up I've learned an awful lot in terms of what the body's capable of um, and different ways to to get fit so I can't really name one person in particular I've just been lucky to find meet people from all over the world yeah. um yeah I I think it'd be yeah it'd be unfair to like mention one person but just just having access to people from all over the world yeah. and the different countries has just been pretty pretty lucky for me and the girls I've trained with we've always said that running so special because when you think about it if you're with families or friends there's always distractions there's always things going on like you you're out for meals or coffee or you're watching a movie or people have got their phones but when you when you're running it's just you and that other person and the road and I think you have real deep conversations and yeah. my best friends have always been runners so it's just an uninterrupted time and I've always really valued that yeah you do, you do also have another best friend called Harriet who isn't a runner but we don't want if she listen if she's gonna listen like Harriet I'm sorry Harriet. you are she will run for the bus so that counts she loves a good run for the bus or she'll run for a bottle of wine yeah if she's running for a bottle of wine she's moving so yeah Harriet cheers yeah so looking at your power of 10 you've um you've got a good uh 62.4 for a 400 meters Rosie so uh you were shifting back in the day weren't you but, but, but I'm not sure I still got those wheels I, I remember that day clearly though I remember it clocks might have broken I think um where was Cleckie- it that was oh was it Cleckie- Cleck Eaton eh Cleck Eaton that was a Classing. good one yeah um, yeah I I'd probably run the 3,500-800 in a javelin that day, you know, how it went. <laughs> but Points for the work, club. Teamwork. But um, <laughs> recently, you ran a 73.52 half marathon. So that was, you were building up to a marathon then, weren't you? Which one were you planning to do? Oh, we planned on multiple <laughs> multiple marathons this year, like everyone did. Um, initially, we were looking at, uh, we had Amsterdam they were all October marathons so yeah. like Amsterdam or Chicago or even Frankfurt anything in October really and then uh, there was going to be one in Wrexham uh, that was like a last chance one there was all sorts about to happen so we were gearing up for an October um, late October marathon um, and just like everything a lot of races got cancelled and yeah. <laughs> text Bob and I was like well we've got I'm not giving you much notice, but there's a half marathon in 10 days, two weeks, I think it was. And he was like, well, it's either going to go great or 
you're going to feel terrible because you've just had a week's training and we thought, well, we'll give it a go anyway. So um, we were really lucky that there was a race that happened. Yeah. Because uh, not a lot did. No, and then after no. the race, the race organiser said to me, oh, we didn't get clearance for this until last night. So, wow. <laughs> so I was very lucky. But um, yeah, I was happy with how it went. Um, 73 is amazing. I was happy. Yeah, it was a it was a PB for me, and it was a, a lot after the first mile. I was on my own, so it was it was a really good mental yeah. practice as well for me because that happens in a marathon. Yeah, so, yeah, um, yeah. I was happy. Amazing. Um, so going on to races now, what's been your greatest race? So, oh, um, oh, that's a, that's a that's a tricky one. It's got my favourite race, not necessarily my uh, best performance, but the one I was I enjoyed the most was uh, the Commonwealth Half Marathon for Wales in Cardiff in 2018. It was just such an uh, an amazing, um, amazing fun day because all of my mum's side are Welsh and a lot of the family were there, and um, with it being in Cardiff and. Um, the atmosphere of running for Wales and the streets were just lined with just Welsh supporters. It was so fun. That was the greatest buzz I think I've been. Yeah. And then London Marathon is my all-time favourite race. Is just it? given given the buzz and yeah. just because it's in London. And when I was really young, I was about seven or eight. My grandma used to live, uh, she'd moved, moved from Wales to, um, to Greenwich and she lived right on the top. And we used to watch it out the bedroom window. And I'd watched all the people go by in fancy dress and Big Ben, you know, and I'd say, I want to do that one day. So I think that was that was really special to me because it was after watching it with her and then running in London. And um, that was that's one of my favorite races, too. Yeah. Oh, you can have two. We'll let you. Um, I'll have two. Yeah. (laughs) Have you got anything you want to to ask Rosie, Lorna? How many marathons have you done? Sorry. Oh, uh... Four, I think. Four. Four. Yeah. Four. Yeah. Just four. Yeah. No biggie. So we've, we've talked about your favourite race. What's been the worst race ever? Because we've all had oh. it. And, oh, and there's nothing worse than a really bad race than the car journey home, is there? Oh. That, yeah. That's, that's horrendous. Pretty, that's pretty rough. Um, you just pity the driver taking you, don't you, really, to the race and back again when you've had a bad It's one. usually my dad. Yeah, well, poor dad. Friggin' you know. Ed. Um, oh. Friggin' Ed. Poor dad. Um, you two know Ed well. He's always, Ed's got a loud <laughs> voice and he always has a good shout out for Nick and Lana. Um, <laughs> oh, he'll be happy that he's been mentioned on here. I think I had a really, really bad one at Liverpool once. I remember that one pretty clearly. Um, I think the year before I'd finished, like, I don't know, 10th or 11th or something, and I was really. I'd had quite a good year building up to it and the the few months before I just really overcooked it and I was I was just I think I'd overtrained and I was a bit ill and I was just not I wasn't ready to race at all and I <laughs> crawled it in at the back and I remember Dennis just saying to me oh I wish I'd have pulled you out of that one and I just remember oh. it so clearly and he, he wouldn't because he's I mean it's always up to the runner in it but yeah. That was that was a pretty rough one, um, and yeah, that was. Oh, and then another good half marathon in Indianapolis. I 
uh, sprain my ankle two days before on a tree branch and thought it was still a good idea to race. Um, oh, that that oh. was good. Did you High gate, it? 10k. Oh. T- damaged my Achilles uh, the week of, decided to still race, finished it, and they were couldn't walk for like five weeks. So that was a good one too. Oh, yeah. I'm not good at <laughs> backing off, let's say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And do, 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 do you think you enjoy right. the pain, Rosie? Yeah, I do. I do like pain. Do you? No, not really. I'm I'm not into pain. I could tell when you were talking about sessions, your face was like like you 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 can see that you find it tough, but you love it. <laughs> Secretly love I do it. I like think, the, I I think like Nicola that. enjoys the pain as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think like because I've not really done sessions for a while. I I was thinking yesterday, God, I can't wait to have that feeling where you're like laid out on a pavement somewhere, but you feel horrendous but amazing. No, cars for them. no yeah. Cars. yeah, they should be on the road. Should be on the road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no cars. Okay. <laughs> so what? So if you if you've had a good race, how does Rosie Edwards celebrate? Are you are you straight in the wine bar knocking back the wine? Are you bag of carrots? Bag of carrots, eh? <laughs> That's good. I nearly said to you all today, right? Get a sliced carrot before, and we were going to do it again, but we'll do it another day. Um, we need oh. to give Lana some context for the carrots. I think. Yeah, go, go on. on. You you tell her. I think. It was just because when we were at Hallam, we used to go to the uni cross country, the uni relays, and everyone would bring all their snacks and I'd just bring a bag of carrots because I love a carrot. And uh, right. I think I became the one who ate, ate carrots a lot. And then Do you, no. do you um, shave? Do you clean the carrot before you eat it or do you just eat it raw? Just raw. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. I, I really enjoy a raw carrot as well. Yeah. 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 It feels good for you. I must yeah, say, crunch. I must say though, yeah, it's nice to have a crunch, and I'm not a fan of the pre-cut ones either. Oh no, like oh, no. waste of time. Yeah, absolutely. America uh, ruin things like that. Yeah, they're not they ruin tasty a lot of as well, are they? Food-wise, yeah, no, they don't taste like a carrot. You need to go to the organic farm farm shops. Yeah, I'll avoid that, the I'll supermarkets if you can. Mm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> bit tastier. <laughs> You didn't just turn up with a bag of carrots, Rosie. We once went into like, and this is good. This is how good of an athlete Rosie is. We once stopped on the way to a race somewhere and everyone, and maybe it was after it, everyone had got some treats and stuff. Rosie bought a lettuce, like uh, just a whole <laughs> lettuce, didn't you? Um, <laughs> Probably. I don't remember, but it wouldn't surprise me. I do love a vegetable. That's my thing. I, I, love, vegetables. I love vegetables. But what did you do with the lettuce? What Did you just bite into it like an apple? I don't remember. Nick seems to remember yeah, this, probably. I, I he does. Might have wrapped kept, it around a carrot, like sushi. She kept gnawing, oh, yeah, away, nice. gnawing away at leaves every now and again. But he kept her quiet for the journey, so that's all that matters. So, all good. <laughs> yeah, I'm all about, all about my fruit and veggies. Eat your veggies, kids. Have you got a favourite vegetable, Rosie? Oh, Oof. got the carrots, <laughs> carrots, <laughs> carrots. and and mangoes, mango, mangoes, yeah. That's a fruit. And mangoes vegetable in in <laughs> no, <America>. it's fruit. <laughs> <laughs> would you put Would you put a carrot on a pizza? No, no, no. No. What's your favourite you? pizza topping? No, I wouldn't. Hmm. Oh, do you have God. pizza because you don't like cheese, do you? I don't like cheese, but I do like making 
no, white I'm just sound like a lunatic. I do like <laughs> making pizzas that are like they make they have these bases here that are made from broccoli and cauliflower. It's just yeah. a base and you put your own stuff on it. So I make it into like um you know, calzone and you fold yeah. them in half yeah. with stuff in them. I do that. I like that. Nice. Veggies and peppers and nice. pineapple and stuff. Yeah. Do you put carrots in there? No, no. Carrots no. I like them on their own, Lorna. Just so, yeah, they don't need jazzing up. They don't need jazzing up. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, um, I've got all distracted now about carrots, really. Yeah. Look, all right, then. Tell me about the most awkward running situation you've been in. Oh. Actually, I'm going to pause, right? before You think about this question while I just... Dis- I might just explain you a little bit more to the audience. So for people who don't necessarily know Rosé, this year is a really serious athlete um, who, she is very Did serious. They? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. if people don't know the real you, I think, I think you do okay, yeah, yeah. a serious, just, you know, you do things right. But, but the real, the real life Rosie is an absolute prankster. And, no, oh yeah. And is always getting into mischief. So this question is quite an interesting one. So go on, your most awkward. I think thing. you should answer this one. I think I you know, have the answer. I feel like Nicola might have an answer, you answer already. It. No, I don't. I don't know. Oh, go on. What have I done to you? No, nothing. I just, I just oh. thought I on just a run. thought you could have come up to. Are you not quite famous for your April Fools' jokes? I'm very famous for my April Fool's yeah. jokes, but they don't really have very famous when I'm <laughs> very not to toot my own. Have you got Instagram? Very famous. <laughs> yeah, I think I don't do the pranks when I'm running because the running take the running seriously. But the second you start, the second you're done, the pranks start. So oh, I had some good ones. Like I, when I was at Butler, I used to try and get the whole team. I. Uh, you know, like the wicket, the WKD advert they used to do where they'd make a brick wall and they'd put it in front of a lift and they'd open the doors and they thought they were bricked in. <laughs> I, I decided one day it was a great idea to paint two fake brick walls and put them in front of my housemates' doors, which obviously don't look anything like brick walls because I've painted them by hand, but I spent hours painting these big red brick walls and painting the bricks on perfectly and sticking them in front of people's front doors so they thought they'd been bricked in the house which they obviously didn't they just like would push the doors over um and then have you still it... got this cardboard now no i need to make another one don't i yeah definitely yeah. Make another one. and then i used to live with chris gawson um and he and i would get in some horrendous prank uh prank routines where flower showers were our favorite our bathroom door didn't have a lock so <laughs> all the time you'd just finish the Sunday run and you know how it is you just stand there and you're in horrible pain and you don't want to move for the rest of the day and uh without fail someone would throw a bag of flour over the other person as soon as they got out of the shower so you just end up being covered in like glue um and then one day me and my other housemate Matt Lauder we Chris was in the shower and he had he had his pancake mix all ready to go and we filled it with garlic powder so you couldn't see oh. it, but he mixed it all up and Chris came down and he was like, oh, I've been waiting for these pancakes all day. And he uh, cooked up these pancakes and he bit into it and he was like, oh, it tastes like garlic. And me and Lorda <laughs> were just howling, laughing to ourselves and Chris just kept pouring more and more syrup on top. 
And we were just like bent over <laughs> oh, in double, no. couldn't stop breathing. Last of his pancake mix too, made it oh. even better. So he was like, Rosie, this is you not washing the pans properly. Uh, <laughs> and he's like some garlic stuck in pan and I was like no it's not no it wasn't me and then eventually he realized what we've been doing so then it just it just took off he would we'd wrap each other's cars in cling film so you couldn't get in the door you'd uh oh any and, and then he got some mouse traps because we had mice and I didn't want to kill the mice so I stuck those sticky boards so I'd stick tape over the sticky bit so the mouse could just run straight through and wouldn't get stuck and he hated that. Oh, me and Chris had a great time. Um, yeah. So yeah, I do love a prank. Long yeah, story short, yeah. yeah. Favorite I've, time of the year. Yeah. I um I've been involved in many of your pranks. Well, a few of your your pranks, and you, you, yeah. you your attention to detail is incredible. So oh, thank yeah, you. Well, thank you. Just definitely go the extra <laughs> mile. But going back to the awkward running situation, I've remembered one. So we were once yeah. on so your parents have moved down to Devon. And we were once on a idea. run. We were on a run on Dartmoor. Oh yeah. And we were just running along, oblivious, talking and yappering away. And uh, we ran past this red flag, but we didn't really realise what this red flag meant. And then in the distance, we heard shooting. And little did we, Rosie, you look really confused like you weren't there, but it's, it's a real story. Um, <laughs> and little did we know, like the army were practicing like shooting each other oh. and stuff and we just we just ran through the middle of it <laughs> so we, we ran through their uh, their army you got out alive we got out alive absolutely i forgot that one that was a good one yeah yeah, yeah. but uh, we were discussing the other week um at, you know like when you have to stop and have a quick loose stop and stuff but i'm sure you've had oh, many yeah. of them as well we all have haven't we <laughs> Well, everyone's been there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, aside from running, what does Rosie, apart from pranking, what does she like to do outside of uh, the tarmac? Well, the, those two things take up a lot of time. Pranking and running. Pranking. I mean, pranking and running. It's yeah. two, two of life's greatest um, <laughs> activities, I'd say. Uh, <laughs> no, I... Uh, I do like I love the outdoors I do really like exploring and when we lived we moved from Boulder a few months ago uh, about a month ago and I did love Boulder because it was great for just going into the mountains and we used to go paddle boarding a lot that was nice there was a big lake the reservoir by us um things like that I just really enjoy and then um just I'm not really a I'm not an extrovert by any means I'm very much introvert and I like just one or two close friends I'm not a big group person but um yeah just like nice low-key friend time and seeing the family and things like that uh, I'm not a very exciting person when I'm not doing pranks but uh oh, well. yeah just 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 the good life I think yeah <laughs> that's good so lockdown was perfect for, for you then you know I did quite enjoy lockdown for that reason yeah I'm not I'm not a big gatherings person so it's uh it was a nice, <laughs> nice way to have an excuse, wasn't it? Not to have yeah. to say, can't go, because, yeah. Obviously, it was a very serious thing, and, like, COVID, terrible, but um, lockdown didn't, it wasn't um, particularly mentally tough on me, because I'm quite an independent person. Mm. Um, I missed running with people, um, but, yeah, it was all right. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's a good answer. Um, 
So what have you got coming up then if races are permitted? I'm guessing a marathon at some point. Um, yeah, I'd love to do a marathon uh, next year um, yeah. in 2021. Um, big goals, trying to qualify for the Commonwealth Games in 2022. So got next year to try and do that. Um, and yeah, last year was really a, a good blessing because I had the whole year to get used to a new training and uh, yeah. kind of learn what this training is about um, and adapt to it. And it was... I really enjoyed it. It was a really yeah. fun, fun year. So I'm just looking forward to races slowly and safely coming back and getting yeah. the chance to to get out there again because yeah. I really enjoy the process of training. Um, and I I just love racing. So yeah. it's it never felt like a, like a chore because it's been it's been fun and it's been nice to do something very different. So yeah, I think just building, just looking forward to 21 and try and get some new. PBs and yeah, I really want to take a chunk off my marathon time. Yeah, I think you definitely can with that that you've done. Um, Would you ever move back down distance, or would you stick Um, it back? I love, I love the ten k and the half. Um, Do you? I really do. Out of the three, ten k. So if I said to you, five k, ten k, half or marathon, which one do you think's the hardest? I think I think the marathon because I haven't got it right yet Mm. um I think it's uh I think it's a really tricky one to learn um Mm. and to get the training right for and I think if you find a system that works for you it's it's very easy to improve quite quickly um the 10k I like because you race it the whole way and I really love the feeling of racing with marathon it's just about being patient and then mm. trying to race the last six miles if you've got a bit left or even just maintain where you're at mm. so I, yeah I, I love I love all three of them but I'm, I'm most excited about the marathon because yeah. um I think I've got more to give in the marathon yeah. Lona, what I, do you, I would move down to the 10k would you what do you prefer Lona a five ten or half um, well, I was going to say that the five, I think, is the worst hmm. just because it's too fast, short, painful. I was, but then I realized when you asked Rosie, I've not even done a marathon, so I don't know the worst. I feel like a marathon might be worse, but I think that the three of us are quite similar, actually. Like, we're probably better over the longer distance. Mm. Yeah. Um, I think I prefer the 10K. Oh, no, I don't know. Half. I think I prefer Ooh. half. Half's a really fun one, isn't it? I love a ten mile. Yeah, oh, me too. Oh, I love a ten mile. Yeah, no. Oh, I love a ten mile. What about you, Nicola? Um, I think half. I think um, mm. five and ten are just like a ten. It's just too fast from the word go. I just, go. A ten. Yeah. How many go. races have you been go. at which say go at the start? Did they do that now? <laughs> There's no issue. Sure you you get set. Go. go. <laughs> They should, shouldn't they? They should. fire a gun, it scares the shit out of you and off it. scares you and off you go. Got a run. I'm sure there was a race once where the the race starter once shot his foot by accident. Can I ask you both a question? Yeah. Can I ask you both a question? What was your favourite event on sports day at primary school? Egg and spoon. I knew no, no, you were no. gonna say egg and spoon. Oh, Sack race. Sack race. Really? 
Is that because you love vegetables so much? <laughs> oh, maybe egg and spoon. A wheelbarrow what? was terrible because you had to rely on someone oh, else. Oh, yeah, I didn't like that egg one. And, and egg and spoon was all right. You could put your thumb on it. But oh, blue tack. I bet you put blue well, tack on yours. Yeah. <laughs> Crafty, isn't you? What about you? What about you, Nicola? I think just just the running race. I was very nervous as a child, but I have oh, done... Really? Uh, you won't be very good at egg and spoon then, would you? Oh, <laughs> too much pressure. Um, I have done the wheelbarrow race as an adult, and I couldn't physically move my arms for about three days after. <laughs> I was, was going to say, that's quite intense on the upper body, isn't yeah. it? Maybe, maybe oh, we yeah. should get one of your training partners to try it out when you, we can touch people. Yeah, when we're allowed. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if you're allowed to touch feet because then you're still six feet away from the head. <laughs> True. Yeah. <laughs> it's the six Man, foot you tall. Catch it through your feet. Yeah, <laughs> um, right. So we've got some a marathon next year. Have you got any funny stories to tell us, Rosa? Anything else that you can whip out? <laughs> whip out. Oh. Be careful. Firstly, actually, you've got a wonderful husband, haven't you? And to be honest, many people might not know this, but he's a very handsome man, isn't he? And are you actually are you actually still called Rosie Edwards or have you changed? Do you want name? do you want his number? Do you want his number? <laughs> I, know, I, I have got his number. He's your husband, Rosie. He's got a oh, great right. friend though, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's got a great friend. Oh gosh. Uh, I can tell you a good story about our wedding. Go on then. Because a lot of the listeners will know Steve Lisko. And oh, everybody loves God. Steve Lisko, don't they? Hey, don't, hey ho, I, I hope he's it. listening. So Lisko was at our wedding. Um, and well, there's, I, won't tell the, I won't tell the un-PC one. I'll just tell the other one. So at the end of the night, there was one where we had all the coffee and the cake out. And uh, everyone had had fish and, a fish and chip uh, truck came. And everyone was pretty hammered, let's be honest. And uh Lizgo is the ultimate yes man. So if you dare Lizgo to do something, he will do it. And we dared him to chug the whole gallon of milk. It was the entire thing. And I was stood there in my wedding dress and Lizgo chugged this gallon of milk. And no, no, I thought he got he got about halfway through it, I think. And he got halfway through and he looked up and he started to cheer and he projectile vomited all over the bottom of my wedding dress. Covered, oh, covered in milk, terrible. milk throw up, and I didn't care. At I least it was right, though. Yeah, it was right. Yeah, yeah. Worse. I'm, I'm going to add to that story. So the the six pint of milk, because yeah, actually he was looking for for alcohol, but that was the nearest he got to f- something free. Oh, is that what happened? Liquid right. based, yeah. So um, so myself, Liz, go and Gorson. I don't know who. Is it no, Chris no. or Tom Boardman? Tom, maybe Tom. Um, yep. <laughs> we we all shared germs and drank from the same six pinter, and you probably started COVID, yeah. the two boys threw up, but I didn't. Just saying. Oh, see, lad, you're a lad. Thanks. Absolute lad. Yeah. But I'll, I'll tell the non PC story as well. Go on then. Although he's a teacher and he might get fired, but he probably won't. He'll be all right. Let's go. Just don't let your kids here. So me and Harriet were. Hi, Harriet again the non-runner so she was we were I think it was the night before the wedding and we were sleeping in the attic and they were staying everyone just camped out on my mum and dad's we just did it. they've got like a farm everyone just camped out and they decided to go into the room Harriet had been staying into and Lizgo decided to dress up in all of Harriet's clothes 
and send us a picture. <laughs> and Harriet had these, it was like skinny jeans and it was like a cut off crop top and a bracelet. So he put the whole lot on, sent us a picture. Um, and it, it was brilliant because he'd, anyway, never mind, but he'd, uh, it was quite, let's say he was quite uh, exposed. Exposed with the denim jeans. So, Liz goes oh, quite, no. quite the party animal. He's quite funny. So, uh, yeah, he was one I was at Butler with. So he's a f- funny guy. Funny guy. <laughs> I'm glad we don't have pictures of that, do we? Yeah, not. No, we oh, won't no. put it as the screen as this the no, cover photo. No. <laughs> right. So uh, you've been a very good guest, Rosie Edwards. We're going to get Lona's going to get some quick fire questions in in on you now. Challenge you on the All spot. Right. Are you ready? I like it. Well, they're, not, they're not. They're not. They're not. I'm nervous. I've got race day nerves. <laughs> in a true, in a true old school race style, Lorna, on your marks, get set, go. Get set, go, go. <laughs> right, Rosie. I won't speak really fast, but um, first question is: tomorrow you're allowed to go on one run. Where would you go if you could go anywhere in the world or out of this world? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, um, I would go, I would do an Encliff Park run. I would definitely, me and, me and Nige, me and Nick used to do great runs um, along Ecky Road up through uh, into the peaks. And uh, that, that was great. I'd do that run. Oh, yeah. That's nice. And not my road. Oh, that would be on the list as well, but you got to go with company. Good company. Oh, thanks. Lorna wants, sorry, um, Rosie wants saw me running with another girl on Ecclesall Road and you oh. want to text me and she was like, I'm really jealous. Do you remember? Oh! <laughs> I, hope, I hope you don't follow Nicola on Strava then. You must get jealous all the time if you see her running with others. I don't, I've got no mates. Go on. No mates. <laughs> right, second no question. It's a little bit similar to what Nicola asked you before, but um, slightly different. Uh if you could ask one person for a piece of running advice, dead or alive, whether you've met them or not, who would you ask? Oh, dead or alive. I know it's quick fire, I'm failing here. Um, <laughs> you're terrible on countdown. Come back to me, come back to that one. I'll right, you can think yeah. about that whilst that's your next question. You have one song that you can choose to run a marathon to so it'd be on it would be on loop on loop yes the only way is up <laughs> oh. <laughs> which you know was... all the lyrics wouldn't you by the end yeah i, I know all unless, the way all unless you don't already yeah no, it, was that not the number one when you were born rosie it was number one the day i was born <laughs> jordan tried to throw the record out nick bought me that record <laughs> And he tried to throw it out yesterday and I nearly had him. I said, Oops. end of marriage. You cannot throw end that out. Marriage. Yeah. Here he is. There he is. <laughs> <laughs> um, hi. hi. <laughs> Next question. Yep. All right, Nicholas. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh. Has she got his number yet? Um, <laughs> you're on a desert island. This classic question. You're on a desert island and you can take free <laughs> free items free items no not non-living items what would you take 
non-living. I've taken my three cats. Uh, I thought you would. That's why I said non-living. Mango, carrots. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) And can I take like a... Something that can play Spotify. Can I do that? So I've got oh, music. yeah. I'll do that. Something that plays Spotify. Yeah. You'd have Yaz on there. Yeah. Yeah, a bit of music. Music and a good book. Take a good book. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. Out of your three cats, which one would you take? <gasps> oh, oh. <laughs> I'm only joking. I, I can answer it. I've got Ooh. one that, that shakes. She's got like a, a brain disorder. She's brilliant. She's called Aww. Shakira, and uh, uh, I take her. She's because she, she needs a bit of help. Yeah, Aww. that's nice. That's nice. Have you thought of um, the person you'd want you'd, you'd want advice off? Oh no! Oh. Do you know who you just Nicola? Oh. That's a really difficult question. It is, isn't it? There's a lot. You could ask each other. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just, to make it, just to make it easier. Who would you ask, Lorna? Um, Nell McAndrew. Oh, that's again. She's great. That's like lovely. Nell. Well, I've been this. Go to get her in there. Yeah. I'm- I'd probably just ask my old friend Billy, who I ask about. I, I thought you'd think. I thought yeah. you'd say Billy too. Chris Thornton, I'd ask. Oh, he's full of advice. <laughs> Definitely ask him. <laughs> yeah, rapid. Just be rapid. Yeah. yeah. I was going to ask you. A un- this isn't a quick fire question, and that one obviously wasn't. But um, with your co- with your different coaches, have they been different in their styles? Are they pretty similar? And it's. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, yeah, they have actually. They've all been very different. Um, yeah, I think that's been really, really useful for me because I haven't mm. just gone from one technique to the same technique again. Everything's yeah. been really different, and I think I've responded well to that because it's it's mixed up training and it's been a new challenge and a new stimuli. Um, and right now, but it's by far the most um, detailed and um, I think challenging and and progressive and very well thought out. So um, yeah, definitely very kind of very happy with how it is now. I think yeah, that, that's really good. Um, I was I was also just going to ask. Obviously, you do a lot of physical training, but do you do anything mentally to get prepared for races? Oh yeah, um, yeah. I'm a big big believer in. I do. I read a lot of sports psych books. Um, and I think I do, uh, in addition to reading the sports psych books and doing some, um, a lot of them have like challenges alongside with them. So they'll mm. like give you, give you tasks and drills to follow along with. But I think one of the biggest thing that's just underrated is just going out for a run on your own with no music and no distractions, especially like a long run or a pace run and just being with yourself and trying to keep your mind quiet I think that's uh, one of the biggest biggest tools and one of the biggest things that helps because you have to just listen to your body and be aware of what's going on yeah yeah that's one of the biggest I think we didn't, yeah we didn't really touch on like what you did at uni in your career but you are do you want, do you want to tell people what you do 
Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, at the moment, I'm uh, working, because everything's been remote, I'm doing a lot of remote running biomechanic analysis and strength training based on that. Um, so strength training for, for runners or even, even the general public as well, but mainly for runners and working on just improving running, running economy through strength. Um, so that's, that's what I've been doing for the last few years, which has been really fun. Oh, that's cool. It's probably useful for you as well. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it's nice because it's a good way to learn and also um, pick up different things along the way. Yeah, you have got an Instagram account, haven't you, for your your PT in or strength? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got an Instagram for that. Um, Rose, just Rosie Edwards HPW Health Performance Wellness. So, well, and what is your um? prankster um if anybody needs any pranks planned what's your instagram <laughs> account for that well you can't tell them because then they know what's coming so that's going to oh, be top yeah. secret lorna yeah sorry sorry yeah sure, well, we'll, we'll, we'll tag your um work one in the post so people can find that as well should we um so what we do every week when we do a podcast is we finish off with our intentions and our goals from the previous week and for the coming week so do you want to get involved rosie yeah nice yeah right so what was your intention for last week Lorna and what was your goal oh well intention didn't go really well that was to prioritize and do the ABC list didn't do the ABC list I just prioritized mentally and did the ABC list mentally so that was it was all right um the goal which I loved doing was the awkward Zara poses. And that was actually Nicola's idea, I believe. And she went a bit quiet on the awkward Zara poses for some reason. <laughs> Can't think why. Yeah. Didn't you, Nicola? Yeah, but you work around people, so you you can easily just get someone to take a picture. Whereas for me, I had to like... Oh, oh no, no, yeah. that's not, that's no excuse. That it's better nice. if you take them on your own. Yeah. Well, I've I've still got one I didn't manage to do, but never mind. So I actually did your intention. So I did set do a list of A, B, and C. So there we go. So what's your intention and goal for next week? Um intention I would like uh, I heard this this morning. I'm not gonna go into the story, don't worry. I heard a podcast this morning and they were talking about kindness and there was a little challenge at the end of the podcast which said to, to try and be kind, do something different every day that's kind to someone or, yeah, someone. Um, and one of them should remain anonymous. Um, so, yeah, uh, to be kind because I feel like sometimes I, I get a bit grumpy with work mainly and I, I'm not kind to people when I should be. And I feel like it would help me feel a bit better about some days at work if I'm kind to others. So that's one, that's my intention. That's nice. And what's your goal for the week? It's a hard goal. It's to straighten my hair once (laughs) this week. (laughs) Because, um, yeah, it's a bit of a mess at the moment. And I want to see what it looks like when it's straight, if if my straighteners work. So that's um, exciting exciting for everyone to listen to what about you Nicola what was your intention from last week and goal for and goal my my intention was um to think positive 
and um, to think that positive things will happen. And I kind of done it. I've kind of had a few days where I've been a bit miserable. So it's a bit hard to think positive when you're a bit feeling a bit miserable, but um, all's good. So I think I did, I did it to some extent. And then the goal obviously was the awkward Sarah. I didn't bring my A game to that, but um, I could definitely do more with that but the intention for this week is it's a little bit similar to yours so whereas you want to do kind things I want to help people this week so the past week I've possibly needed help we had a chat about this the other evening where we find it quite difficult living sometimes just being on your own is quite difficult when it comes to tasks and thoughts and all this jazz so I'd I probably needed a bit of life help this week and I didn't ask for help so I'd like to help other people this week without them having to ask if that makes sense so That's just nice. be helpful yeah, yeah. and my, my goal is to curl my hair because I've got the straightest hair in the book, so, <laughs> so this will be interesting I can't wait to see it yeah, I like that yeah, yeah I look yeah. fabulous so Rosie are you, are you gonna have a goal and intention for the week yeah, that's nice. That's nice. Um, uh, my intention for this week is just to um, put myself out there a little bit more in terms of getting in touch with family and friends and stuff. Um, just to just to check in on everybody and see how they're doing. Um, and then my goal is actually to help my mum and dad to set up their... They're both very artsy and very good at stuff, very good at the creative side of life I definitely didn't get that gene but um <laughs> dad does some lovely um artwork he makes tables and um furniture out of garden or household equipment so like wheels and stages so it's really fun and my mum does a lot of uh, plaster casts and pottery work and um they've got a lot of it because they've been working on it for a long time but I just want to help them find an outlet to to sell it really and I've been doing a bit of research so just that's my goal really to help them with that and just get it out there because it's it's fun it's fun stuff that's really that's nice. really good and yeah. you can do it easily from being even though you're in the states you can help yeah them yeah. That yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah you can do it all remotely so, yeah. that's great oh that's wonderful well thank you so much for being a guest rosie thanks guys and, that was uh, fun. thanks for joining us and i think yeah. out of everything you've definitely become more yorkshire speaking as the conversation's gone on so, I do this all the time. When I go home, everyone thinks I sound American when I come home, and then within a few days or hours, it's back. Yeah, good. That's never let it go. Do you need any Yorkshire tea sent over? Oh, that'd be great. It's like it's like bath water over here. Tea bags, it's terrible. I know it's bad, isn't it? We'll send yeah. you some Yorkshire gold. Oh, there we go. Yep, only excellent. the best. Yorkshire well, gold. Speak to you soon, Rosie. We will. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.